Good morning, this is Brenda Eshen Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, The Simple Laws of Love, or The Unchangeable Road to Love, or whatever else we might want to say. Although words, 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 beautiful words, but they create a snare as well. From the Zen practice point of view, Words create illusion, dreams, hopes, imagination. The unshakable road, immediately we get a picture in our mind of a road (laughs) that can't be shaken. And that is a symbol of what we're talking about. It's a symbol of what Zen practice provides and offers to all of us. And what we already have, it just points the way to that which is within ourselves that cannot be shaken, no matter what. And of course, this world, my goodness, it's always shaking, shaking, changing, changing. We have the apparency of loss or fear of loss. We have the apparency, it looks like uncertainty, a lot of uncertainty. Should I go here? Should I go there? Should I do this? Should I do that? What's the right thing to do as opposed to the wrong thing to do? These are the kinds of issues that beset us in life in general all the time. It's because we're so attached to the, I call it, I think the apparency is a nice way to put it, what looks like it's happening what or the changing conditions, and it, it creates a whole new set of challenges, a new world, a new, new, new ideas when something changes radically, radical changes. And right now in this world, there's nothing, seems to be almost nothing but radical change going on, so maybe we cling more tightly to what's known, to our routines, to our beliefs, more clinging, more grasping after a craving for certainty, for security, for balance. Now, how does Zen practice fit into this? It's a great question, a koan. And it's very simple, actually. Because, and it's very, very interesting. Because Zen practice is just the practice of taking a step, the next step, whatever it is. It might be a step on the ground, on the earth, going from one place to another. It might be the next breath. It might be preparing breakfast, time to eat. It might be getting dressed. It's very simple. It's everyday life, whatever that is. And it's just focusing on what's happening right now, taking that step and taking it 100%. Really, really, really taking that next step, meaning being present for it, feeling your foot on the floor. That requires a pause, actually. Even while we're moving, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, it, it requires that we pause so that we can feel that foot on the floor, that step. Now, it's interesting. How do we pause while we're moving? (laughs) Because we're stopping 
the thoughts, our attention, instead of being with our ever, ever constantly changing thoughts, fantasies, fears, we have to put our attention on down to the floor to our foot and to feel the moment, not to think about it, not to speculate, but to actually embody it, to really enter it, to feel it. That's the practice of Zen. Not easy because the mind goes, goes, goes automatically, no matter how many years we sit. Even though we sit for many years, the mind goes on its journeys. As we sit more and more, we don't pay that much attention to it. We let it do what it has to do, what it wants to do, and we embody the moment. If we're washing a dish, we really pay attention to that dish. We appreciate it. We wash it thoroughly. If we're taking a bath or a shower, we really, we, we, we really experience it fully a thousand percent, hundred percent, thousand percent. Now, somebody will say, well, where is that going to get me? <laughs> you know, we do everything to get something, to get somewhere, to achieve something. Actually, it'll get us absolutely nowhere because we're already there. Washing the dish, that's it. Taking the step, that's where we put our attention. Now, that could seem very frightening to some because we feel profoundly that our security, our, our safety, our life consists of planning things out, strategizing. If I do this, I get that. If I give this, I'm a good person. Everything is mental, mental. Mental, figuring it out, thinking it over, creating a plan, creating a goal. You know, it's so interesting, it's so fascinating, because last night I had the blessing and honor, I'm teaching this course on releasing, based on the Sedona method, which I've practiced also for many, many, many years. And this part of the course is connected to goals. However, it's from the Zen perspective and the releasing, the real releasing perspective, which means it's just another way to let go. A goal isn't something, it, it's, a, it's a guide. It's a friend. It's not about getting the goal or not getting the goal. It's not about winning or losing. It's about clearing away. All that which, the clutter, what's unnecessary, the false goals, the imagined goals that maybe, maybe we're living someone else's goal, which is very often true. And it's very much like Zen, it's clearing away all the clutter, all the confusion, and just focusing on this step. So beautiful, really. That's our goal. That's our direction, rather than say goal, like is it goal park? That's our direction. That's our guidance. That's our focus. And you know what? We need to come back to that over and over and over again. At least I do, over and over and over again. The same thing. It, said, it is said that if you lose the spirit of repetition, Zen practice might be hard for you. 
because it's a lot of repetition of the same thing. And yet, it's never the same. When we do that, we see each moment is different. There's never the same. This moment will not come again. Mm. I remember years ago in, when we were doing Kenyan, the walking meditation in the Zendo, and my teacher was with us. He still is, but he was alive in the body, then walking with us. And one night he called out, this step will not come again. He was saying, pay attention to it. It's not just the same old, same old. Pay attention. This is your life, this step, and you're losing it if you're not paying attention. If you're in your head somewhere dreaming of what's going to happen tomorrow or when you leave the Zendo for the evening. When he said that at that moment, it just went through me. I, I, I got it. I never forgot it. Now, do I forget to pay attention to this step? Of course. But I never forgot his reminder, and it comes over me again and again. This step will not come again. This moment, this breath, will not come again. It's not the same. So we say we're, we're repeating. Well, we're, we're repeating the same direction, but as we keep repeating it, we grow to, it becomes deeper and deeper and more profound. And we see the beauty of this breath, this moment. And we change because our external goals to get something, gimme, 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 that begins to fade away. Same as the goal course. You be, especially when you begin to get some of your goals, achieve them, so to speak. And then you feel, okay, so what? Kind of a hollowness can come after we receive what we think we want. But instead, when we actually live fully in the moment, it's very counterintuitive. We have everything we could possibly want and need in that moment, and it's really beautiful. And when we continue that through the day as much as we can, and through all our moments, our life really shifts. It's not that we're a, it's because we're becoming so-called enlightened. It's not because we're becoming a better person, so-called. All these labels, labels start coming up. We try to explain it. We give everything a label to explain it. No, 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 but, but that's not why it's happening. It's because we're really here. We're here, fully we're not afraid to live. And we have maybe a different view of what it means to live. Maybe it's not about pursuing things, grabbing them, or getting excited by this and that. Excitement can really be a substitute for living. We think, well, now I'm really alive. Look, all this is happening and blah, blah, blah. It's so exciting. But that kind, of, that kind of shrill excitement fades away quite quickly. It comes up and it goes, it goes, it goes. We want more, we want more. If you notice that you're addicted <clears throat> to an experience or a moment or a person, then you can know right away <clears throat> that's not life, that's addiction. Different. 
Isn't it interesting how unexpectedly different it is and the fact that simply taking a step and being in it 100%, that, that's not an addiction. <laughs> that's something else. And the only way to find out really is to do it. To, to do it. I mean, why am I talking week after week? It's just some suggestions, some inspiration, some, some perhaps some indication of what we already might know. Maybe it's an invitation to pay attention to our life, to ourselves and to one another. You know, there's a lot of talk these days about love, including me. I talk about it a lot, probably way too much. But nevertheless, that's the same thing as love, to really be able to be present with another and pay attention to them, not to what we want them to be or who we think they should be or what we want to get from them. No, 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 that's not love. Just to be here with them fully open, the way we're open to our foot on the floor, to really feeling it and to seeing how each moment with that person is new, it's different, it's changing. That's wonderful to experience that. When we experience that, we can't hold on to some label about them from the past. Oh, they did this, they're that. No, 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 that goes away. That's not the moment now. Fresh and alive. Fresh and alive. You know, you cannot get stuck in life. You know, so many of us say, I'm stuck. I can't move forward. Me too, I've said it many times. I don't know how to go forward. Sure you do. Just take the next step. It's not a question of what you do. It's a question of how you pay attention to it, how you are embody it, how you accept that moment fully, how you feel it thoroughly. And then you're not stuck. You're in because you're in the next moment. You're only stuck if you're clinging to the past moment, which is what we can easily do. No need to cling to anything. You know, we think the more we cling, the more secure we'll be, but it's the opposite. The more we cling, the more shaky we become because we're clinging to something that's not here, and we know it. We're clinging to a memory, to a dream. No, instead of clinging to something in your mind or some memory, take that step 100%, even a little step, and feel it. It's not what you're doing. It's the extent of your paying attention to it and being present with it. It could be just a little sip of tea, really tasting it. That will change everything if you really taste that tea. If you really greet your neighbor, oh, what is a real greeting? That's a koan, but that's just part of practice. And you know, I'll just say one thing. I know we're coming toward the end. You really can't greet your neighbor until you've greeted yourself. <sighs> Some people say Zazen might be selfish or self-absorbed, but it's the opposite. 
because when you are able to really allow yourself to be here for yourself as you're sitting and greet yourself, pay attention to whatever's there in a very open way, not hating it, not rejecting it, just or comparing it to the way you were yesterday, just being with it 100%. Then, then, then the next moment comes. Now, there's no reason to compare one moment to another. Just to be fully here for this moment. Then you'll be able to really greet your neighbor, your partner, your husband, your wife, whatever. The doorman. I bring up the people in my building because they're really wonderful. I'm very blessed. I'm the package man, the doorman. It's a sangha. We have a sangha in the building, which means a community of those who care for one another, who greet one another. That's what sangha means. Who are able to let the other person thoroughly be. So thank you very much for listening. It's I, I'm not in... At home right now, I've taken a little trip. I'll be leaving for home in a few days. It's been a great, great, great joy to share this time with you. And I'm sharing it with friends, with children, with the sky, with the trees, and with the hot weather. <laughs> so thank you again for listening. And the URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com today, this day. No, no, that's not the URL. The URL is just zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you would like to contact me for any reason, and I thank you for your emails, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Have a really, really, really present day. Enjoy. Bye-bye.